Welcome to Ordinary Holiness, a place to share stories of how God is working in the ordinary of our lives. Hi, listeners. Welcome to Ordinary Holiness. We are your co-hosts, Samantha Baker and Susan Speck. All right. So we are uh, here to tell you stories of how God is moving in our lives. And uh, it's been a little while since we've recorded. So we're excited to be back and share some some God moments, some big God moments and some little God moments and um, invite you into it and um, hopefully transform some hearts as our hearts are being transformed by the Holy Spirit right now. Sam, would you like to get us going? Sure. I always love um, how Susan introduces because it's always so energetic and joyful. So afterwards, I'm like, okay, here we go. Ready. So um, yeah, I think my story is more um, multifold. Um, There's just a lot in it. Um, I recently um, had at work had um, an interaction with um, a older lady who was just volunteering to help us put together um, some flower arrangements for an, uh, altars for a Eucharistic procession we were having at work. And um, just took a lot of work. She was with us for like a day and a half putting this stuff together. So I had a lot of time to interact with her to make sure, you know, her needs were met. Uh, so she could put these arrangements together. And I mean, she's purely doing this on volunteer. It's not like she's getting paid or anything like that. She just enjoys it so much. So in that amount of time that we were able to spend together, I had a lot of chances to like just, you know, give short snippets of, you know, conversation with her. And so one point I just felt really compelled to say, um, to just ask her like, why did you end up in Kansas city? Because she had made a comment that she wasn't from Kansas city. And so I just was like, so why did you end up in Kansas city? And she was like, honestly, for a really long time, I didn't know why. And then my husband died and I found out why I was like, okay, that's heavy. Let's unpack that. Um, and so I just said, Oh, and that was enough for her to like keep going. Um, and so she shared that her, her husband was not Catholic and that, um, with complete confidence, she said that that's the reason why she was moved to Kansas city and got married because when he died, um, it was a completely unexpected, massive heart attack it, on the way back from the grocery store. Like doesn't even know how he made it back to the, from the grocery store to their house. And at the last hours of his life, she was able to go back and he professed like wanting to be a part of the Catholic faith. Um, and so she was able to witness to that, of that deathbed conversion. Um, and so just with complete confidence, she just said like, the Lord brought me here for that. Um, and then she later shared that like a month later, her son passed away. And with complete confidence, she said like, the Lord is my savior. Like he brings good of that because honestly, she was like, I can't, I want to be able to do these flower arrangements. I want to be able to give my time to the altar society. If my husband was still alive, if 
you know, my son was still alive. Like the good that was brought out of it was complete selflessness of her giving her time to create these, you know, beautiful, beautiful arrangements and to give up her time so willingly to serve the church in this way. And it was just really, I brought tears to my eyes because her confidence was such a gift to witness. And I am so grateful for the graces that were flowing in that moment for me to enter into that present moment to like acknowledge this woman standing in front of me who so confidently spoke of her faith um, and was just so willing to share it. And it was amazing to witness and, and then unfolding in that, you know, I spent a lot of time thinking back on like our last episode when we shared um, the space with Greg and he came on and he shared, you know, his stories and how, and preparing to be on that episode, you know, it had impacted like how he was like looking at the day to day. And then this woman sharing her story and how it like changed her to think about like, yeah, that sorrow, you know, is heavy and it's something she's still carrying two years later, but to see the good that's come out of it in order for her to, you know, be able to share her gifts. Um, and it really is a gift to see her, you know, put together these things. And then, um, recently a friend expressed to me like how he desired to be able to have this perspective of, to see in that present moment, God working, um, and naming that moment and saying like, this is a God moment. Um, and, and that kind of awoke in my heart, like how easily, you can take this for granted, um, which sounds really weird. Sounds very like what, but to think about it and to unpack it, like once you kind of get comfortable, it's very easy to overlook things, um, and not to attune to the detail. Uh, and so we can very easily in the world we live in look towards the present moment or look back, um, very quickly, sorry, look towards a future moment or look back to a past moment and very quickly get consumed in that to where you're not fully present to what's in front of you. Um, and to just have a grateful heart and affirm what's happening right in front of you. Uh, which again, yes, you have that perspective and you can like talk about it, but like to actively engage your mind, like right here, right now, um, is very, you have to be very cognizant of it. And I think part of, you know, this past month of thinking about things, I haven't been as accountable in that. And so to have these things, you know, the Lord knew what he was doing to have them kind of all happen in, you know, a couple of weeks time to really sit with it and pray with it of just to have this gift, to be able to see this ordinary holiness how and how it unfolds in the present moment is a gift and to acknowledge that gift and to have a grateful heart of saying like lord like thank you for allowing this to be i don't want to say this word but i don't know what other word easy fluent for like my heart and my head um and for them to connect in that moment and to say like yeah lord like you're moving here like holy spirit come like the other day, this is funny because I 
some student was sharing something and I was like, look, a Holy Spirit moment. And the teacher laughed because they were like, that's funny. Like, because I just named it. it. It was a Holy Spirit. It was just, there's no way something could have unfolded the way it did. And so I just named it out loud. And the teacher that overheard it was like, that's a good one. Like, I've never heard that. And I was like, yeah, because, yeah, because that's what's happening. And just to see the world through this lens, I just have an immense gratitude for that. And I think taking time right now, right here to like speak that into existence of just, I am really grateful that the Lord has moved my heart in this way and allowed me to encounter him um, and to just have a gift of seeing that. And not that this is about me, not that it's about my stories, but to take it back to your own life listeners and to say like, okay, where are those moments where I'm not attuned to the present moment? Where are those moments where I'm, I'm thinking too much about the future? Or if I am thinking about the future, I'm not inviting God into it. I'm not thanking him ahead of time for these aches and these desires where I'm, I'm thinking too much about suffering and I'm not seeing the opportunity to allow the Lord to move through that. Um, and so to just, I think the biggest takeaway would just be to be in the present moment and to be able to speak in it, into, um, the moment of like the Lord is moving and this is how he's moving. And it doesn't have to be super complicated and you don't have to have all the right words and you don't have to know exactly what's happening, but to say like, thank you, God, like, that's it. That's all you have to say is like, thank you, God. And then, and then move on to the next moment. Um, and so I think St. Teresa of Avila really says it well when she says, whoever possesses the present moment possesses God. Whoever possesses the present moment possesses everything. The present moment is enough. Don't let anything trouble you. So yeah, that was definitely what the woman who I encountered at work, she was in that present moment and she was not letting anything trouble her. She was so confident and just to think about Greg and him, you know, so confidently stepping into this role of sharing stories, which he expressed, you know, it's not something that it's not a muscle that he's used a lot. And then to talk to my friend about it and to have my eyes opened to what a gift this is. So, yeah. So I think it's just that gratitude. I think gratitude is very easy to, you know, not acknowledge and see but yeah, so listeners, there we are. Those, those long, but it's it's worth it. <laughs> it's beautiful. Yeah, the one thing that stuck out uh, stuck out to me when you were telling the story about your uh, friend was how she had gratitude um, in the moment, but she had to like look back at it and um, and realize like how the Lord was working. Mm -hmm. Because I think when we're carrying our crosses and our sufferings or we're experiencing losses and death and heartbreak and all those things, um, it's very easy to like, just be like, no, this is miserable. Yeah. And instead um, your friend, she took on the face of like, I'm going to be grateful for my circumstance now, even though it does involve uh, this loss of my husband and of my son, like incredibly, mm -hmm. I mean, two of the probably people you love most on this earth, yeah. right. Or no longer with you. Um, but to be able to like, 
just stand in this pool of gratitude and say, because of that, I can now serve in this way. I think that's, that's so beautiful. And you also said something about uh, looking back on the moment with gratitude, or we have a tendency to uh, overlook things. And uh, we, this kind of reminds me of an example that has happened in my life recently uh, at the school that I'm teaching at. We're in the middle of our season right now, a spring sports season. And uh, we didn't get to play last season because mm -hmm. of COVID. Mm -hmm. And that was taken away very abruptly from all of the spring sports athletes. And they, um, yeah, weren't expecting, no one was expecting right. it, obviously. Uh, so this season we um, have this spirit of gratitude, mm -hmm. which is kind of ironic, but not really, you know, because um, that's how the Lord works. But we, yeah, like at the beginning of every practice, we, I will ask the girls, um, like what's name one thing that you're grateful for. And so mm -hmm. all 25 of us uh, go around and we say this happened today and it was great. And it's not necessarily, um, tied to Jesus per se, but it's right. still, still gratitude. And most recently we have been saying, uh, names. So we would say mm -hmm. we're grateful for this athlete because, and then everyone would affirm that athlete in something that they're doing. Mm -hmm. I gave, um, two speeches for, um, two of my athletes who are signing to play college, college athletics. Yeah. This past week. And it is, they have a, a big ceremony for them and it's, it's awesome. Um, and in the speeches, I told, uh, the congregation that I was, um, I love, you know, coaching the athletes, but more so I love getting to know the person that they are. Mm. And so I shared with everyone who was in, um, in the crowd, these are the reasons I'm grateful for these athletes. Mm. And it just kind of, it, it shifts your focus. Like you said, on um, to, like the goodness that the Lord has. And when we do shift our focus, our perspective um, is vastly different. Mm -hmm. um, and we can find find gratitude and find joy and find love in the little mm -hmm. things when there are a lot of crosses that we are carrying. Um, and yeah, and so we started a, um, I don't know what you call it, a little slogan or something, but something good will happen when we're playing um, in our games or at practice. Mm -hmm. Something good happened. And I was like, PTL. And <laughs> this is not a joke. Like, this is real life. Okay. And someone was like, what does that mean? And I was like, praise the Lord. And they're like, oh, okay. And so then um, something happened and I was like, PTL. And they were like, yeah, yeah, PTL. And then someone would get a base hit or uh, make an awesome play, something like that. And they're like, hey, coach, PTL. And, I, and I'm like, yes. And so like, praise the Lord is, um, you know, an expression of gratitude. Yeah. And so with without even realizing it, like, um, you know, those are the simple ways that in our daily life that we are expressing gratitude um, and we're talking about it and we're speaking it mm. so that other people can hear it. Um, and I also think of like the examine um, nightly examine where mm. um, I think father Mattingly, one of our uh, priest friends, he uh, shared with us that three, two, one examine and mm. three is the first thing um, acknowledging God, the father and telling him three things we're grateful for. Yeah. And so we're just telling the Lord, like this happened today. Uh, my heart was moved in this way, like you said, Sam. Um, and 
and I'm grateful for it. So thank mm-hmm. you for those things, but also just sharing like your gratitudes, like your, that your friends did, um, with you, um, just is very transformational, I feel mm-hmm. like, and can change your perspective. Yeah. Yeah. Cause I think it's very, uh, countercultural to take on this attitude of gratitude. Mm-hmm. Um, just because, it's very easy, especially today, to look at the negative and say, like, all these things are going wrong um, or all these things aren't going the way they're supposed to be going. Or, you know, we've been doing this for a year and it doesn't feel like anything has changed or our whole lives have changed. And so now we have this new normal. So it's very, I think, very easy to get caught up in that, to just say, like, yeah, I'm just going to talk about the negative things. I'm going to complain. Um but like to consciously say like actually i'm gonna be thankful for this moment where maybe this didn't go as planned because i actually got to see this happen um which again is very hard to like enter into if it's a muscle that hasn't been exercised but then once you like start using that muscle it, it start build, starts to build up and it starts to grow and it starts to get healthy. Cause I always like to think about like when you're not using something, it can atrophy, right? It's going to like die. It's going to not be as strong. It's going to hurt. And so when you start using it, like it's going to hurt differently. You know, you're going to have growing pains. Like it's going to be different. And so to think about like this attitude of gratitude, um, it's a muscle that you have to use and you have to keep using it. And it's not like you can use it once and you're like buff Mr. Mojo or whatever. Um, but then when listening to your story, Susan, like that accountability of doing it with someone else and not just like, you know, yeah, you have your exam at the end of the day and that's great. But like to talk about it throughout your day, to have that other person where you can speak it out loud and maybe it is really hard because it's someone that you don't usually talk about these things with Mm -hmm. um like your students right so these are your students and your athletes so they're they're people that you see all the time Mm -hmm. for a good amount of time but to be able to have that relationship where you can say like ptl okay well coach what does that mean praise the lord and like to just say it matter effectively and to going back to you know the volunteer at work like to having that confidence like i'm gonna confidently say like praise the lord i'm not saying it because it's a fad or it's a cultural thing like i'm saying it because i actually honestly believe it and i'm and i'm going to thank god in this moment and for the moments ahead because i do have suffering and i know there's gonna be suffering it's not gonna be easy but I'm going to thank him and welcome him into that because it's it's so much easier. I don't like saying that word, but it's so much easier when you invite him in than trying to do it all by yourself. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And just yeah, living in the present moment, I think, um, like St. Teresa of Avila said, uh, that, is, that is hard too. Mm. And when we are living in the present moment, Um, I think just the act of living in the present moment is um, in one way um, like obedience and gratitude because you are, um, you are saying, no, like this is the moment that the the Lord has given me and he has given me enough grace for 
this moment right now, not for tomorrow's duties, not for tomorrow's um, crosses, but enough moment for my cross right now or this conversation. Yeah. Um, so to be able to just live in the present moment is to be grateful for the fact that I'm alive and yeah. I can actually um, transforms, transform hearts through the Holy Spirit with the Holy Spirit mm. um, in this moment, mm -hmm. not tomorrow when I have this big event or whatever, um, but in the moment or in the person that he has placed in, in front of you. And it is hard when, yeah, I mean, cause both of us kind of have had a, um, a season of life change within the past month yeah. where, um, we haven't, we haven't been able to meet up and record and, um, talk about our different stories. And so it's, it's been challenging for us to, live in the present moment yeah, and to acknowledge, um, that the, the way that the Lord is moving in our life, um, with each other. Um, I can't speak for Sam, but you know, you are hopefully still doing that with yeah. the Lord. But I think that when you, yeah, when different things come up, it's hard to live in the present moment and, um, just express gratitude, um, each, each and every day in, in both the little things and the big things. Yeah. I think you've spoken it well, like we have, you will have season of life changes. So it's not like you can always, you're always going to have that person, right? Unless you are in a vocation of marriage or priestly life or, you know, single life where you have like that consistent community or a consistent person. And so I think in that opportunity of our season of life change, I've, had conversations with other people. I think it has allowed me to be attuned to like, okay, I'm, I'm not going to have Susan's phone call at the end of the day. Mm -hmm. Not because she doesn't want to, not because I don't want to, but because like where we're at in life, it just is not aligning as well as, you know, other times. And so it has gotten me outside of that comfort zone mm -hmm. of, you know, going to Susan and talking about it. Um, and so the Lord knew that and knows that. And so he's brought other people in my life to where I've been able to have that conversation. Like my mom, mm -hmm. um, you know, was just saying like something I, I can't remember exactly, but something happened and she was like, Oh, I had a little bit of ordinary holiness today. And so she just made that offhanded comment, but like, it was impactful to me to hear her say that. And so just to have that time with your, your softball players, to take that time to hold yourself accountable. Like, okay, I know this is coming. They know it's coming. Mm -hmm. And so it can change how they view their day. Like, okay, I'm going to interact. You know, I'm going to mm -hmm. need to say something. Um, and I wanted to be thoughtful. I wanted to be intentional. It's not mm -hmm. like I just want to, you know, make an offhanded. Throw something out yeah. there. <laughs> yeah. Because when it's my turn, I would want someone to be um, intentional. And so, yeah, just to be open to where the Lord is calling you and that present moment, mm -hmm. you know, to who you're interacting with. Cause maybe that's, that's the moment where he's saying like, I need you to speak. I need you to be courageous and speak it with someone that maybe you're not, you know, hundred percent comfortable doing this. I mean, I'm sure mm -hmm. with your athletes at the beginning, it was kind of like, Oh, we're going to do this. But like, you know, like, yeah. yeah. And they like, Got, know me pretty well. And so if any of our listeners know me, I'm a pretty intentional person. Uh, so the most intentional, <laughs> like, let's take a moment to affirm, like, here's the present moment. Like Susan is the most intentional 
woman ever. Quick story. Birthday was, my birthday was like a couple weeks ago, a week ago, maybe. And, um, at the time we were recording this week ago mm-hmm. and, um, her gift, her birthday gift to me was beyond intentional. There was like four or five things in this bag and they were all had such profound meaning to me. And it had been conversations that we had had and she had these gifts and I was just like floored. <laughs> I was floored by the amount of love was put into these gifts and I could have been just okay with the card, but like she went above and beyond and was like, no, I'm going to love you and give you these gifts. And I'm going to take time to like, think about them and find them and give them to you. So yes, listeners, the most intentional person right here, (laughs) Susan Speck. Well, so they (laughs) receive it, (laughs) received moving on. (laughs) Thank you, Sam. Um, yeah, so I, I have pretty intentional conversations with my athletes. So when you bring up something like, okay, we're going to talk about gratitude today. They're like, oh, okay. And some of them, yeah, like they are, they have to think for a little while, Mm -hmm. like what actually, I don't know, like, I'm going to have to think back through my day and then we'll have, but as their perspective, it has been beautiful to witness like their perspective change throughout like the time that we've do, been doing this, um, our season and they will come up and be like, I have the best thing to share. And Aww. it's just, yeah, it's just wonderful. Um, and, and then you can also see different athletes, um, highlighting one of their teammates and saying, no, actually so-and-so did this for me today. And I'm very grateful for it. So it has been, yeah, very, very impactful for them in the fact that when you do, use that muscle, like you mm-hmm. said, um, you kind of like, yeah, start searching out for it. And they're like, Hey, coach is going to ask me this question today. Yeah. And I don't want to say the same thing I said yesterday. Okay. So what, like, what am I going to search for today? Um, yeah. And so it's, it's beautiful to bring like Jesus, um, and the gratitude into their lives, um, in the most ordinary way. Mm-hmm. Um, because, um, yeah, like we're a public school and we are talking about gratitude, which, um, you know, it, it's just, it's just being thankful. It's mm-hmm. being grateful. I mean, yeah. Thanksgiving, right. like that's yeah. Praise and Thanksgiving. Praise and Thanksgiving. So, um, yeah, it is, it's incredible to see how perspectives can be changed and even the worst of circumstances, um, you can find some good in it. And I talked to my students about that too. And they're like, man, I'm having a terrible day. And I'm like, Okay, tell me something good. Yeah. And they're like, nothing. Absolutely nothing. I said, think a little harder. And then they'll be like, well, and then I'm like, there it is. There it is. You know, so there's always this good, and the good is is uh, comes from God. And so we just have to magnify that and we just have to highlight that. Um, and the good can be very simple, and it the good is the the ordinary holiness. Yeah. And I, I think that's such a gift that you're giving your students is in the good in in any conversation you and I have of you know to change someone's perspective by talking about the podcast mm-hmm. by talking about stories. This is something that could Im- impact them down the road, mm-hmm. like exercising this muscle over the three months that you're with them. Right. Um, you know, going away from this, maybe this is something that, you know in the fall that they come back and mm-hmm. they say like, oh, you know, I'm so grateful for. And so it's just changing that, that moment 
um, just changing it and to have them think about their world in a different way mm -hmm. um, is such a gift. And you're planting a seed. Mm -hmm. And so we always talk about planting that seed. And sometimes yep. you get to um, root, root the fruit yep. and labor in the garden. And sometimes you have to plant that seed and walk away. And you never know. Yep. You never get to see it. And so sometimes that's the hardest part mm -hmm. is to be obedient, mm -hmm. like you said, and faithful to that, to be able to say like, okay, I'm going to do this, Lord. Like you're asking me to be here in this moment, mm -hmm. um, to plant the seed, to say this, to do whatever. Um, and I'm going to be faithful to that. So yeah, yeah, a lot of different things in this podcast, but I, or in this episode, but I think the biggest takeaway listeners is just to pray with like, what, what, what language do you want to use? Like, how are you going to change your perspective? Is it going to be thinking about, you know, thinking about what am I grateful for? Is it going to be thinking about like God moments? Are you, you know, what, what moves your heart? Mm -hmm. You know, what language resonates with you? Because like we said, in all of that, like the Lord is there. Mm -hmm. Um, and so it's just starting that muscle. It's going to be hard. It's going to hurt. But keep being faithful, persevere, and continue to speak his name out loud yeah. in front of people. PTL. PTL. And I can tell you that like some of the hardest um, periods, seasons of my life, um, I have been encouraged by others, um, mentors and parents and such, um, good friends that you have to find, you have to find, um, what you're grateful for. Mm -hmm. Um, and that because of that, it acknowledges God's goodness. And then it enables you like this, uh, supernatural grace filled strength to get through some very tough times. Yeah. So we challenge you and encourage you to, um, take on a, a spirit of gratitude this week. St. Gianna, pray for us. St. Jose Maria, pray for us. Thanks for listening to Ordinary Holiness. Consider subscribing to our podcast so you never miss an episode. We hope you have a blessed day.